the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Freedom with Adam Riojas. His goal is not only to inspire you to receive everything God has for you, but to go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. And now, here's your host, Adam Riojas. Welcome to today's show and Merry Christmas. Praise the Lord, we can say Merry Christmas. So today... Uh, we're going to briefly talk about our experiences uh, past weekend at uh, in Arizona. Uh, it's called Amfest, and we'll get into it a little bit. I, I have my wife, and we both were participant and went, and it was amazing. But we don't want you to leave because we have an amazing message out of Luke chapter 1. And, of course, we're going to talk about Jesus' birth And of course, we're going to talk about the importance of having this Savior whom we can call our God, our Lord, and he is coming back soon. And without further ado, let me introduce my wife, uh, Cleta Riojas. Welcome to today's show. If you don't mind telling our audience a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get right into it. Good evening and Merry Christmas out there. Um, I'm excited to be here and share with my husband about AmFest, America Fest 2023. So looking forward to it. Amen. So, you know, well, let's talk about the very first day that was on the 15th. We actually went for the 15th, 16th, 17th, and the 18th. Uh, it was a, a four or five day event, but we're going to talk every day a little bit about it to give you an experience to give you some knowledge about what this movement is all about. But I I don't want to scare you off because it's all about Jesus. And no doubt that the guy that puts this event on, Charlie Kirk, is all about Jesus. And we'll talk about him a little later. But let's talk about the very first day, the, the 15th on a Friday, which was... Yes. The pastor's conference. Pastor's we, dinner, yes. And, and we had probably between 500 to maybe seven, 800 pastors there. Absolutely. And their wives. And yes, it was amazing on Friday night. So we were able to, um, Charlie Kirk and Pastor Rob McCoy hosted a pastor's dinner and just to really bring pastors around the country together to kind of not not just really network, but really encourage each other and lift each other up. Right. You know, I, I'm one to believe if... Uh, that the government should stay out of the church, but the church should be involved in government. Amen. And it, 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 you never find it where the church is supposed to be out of politics. It's something new that it's been recently brought forth because our country was established mm-hmm. on Christian values. You know, pretty much everyone who signed the uh, the Constitution were all Christians except for one person. And he believed in a creator. So let's get let's talk yes. a little bit about uh, Friday the 15th. Uh, mm-hmm. What was your experience? Well, what I love about it is being able to, again, just connect with other like-minded. Um, well, for me, being a pastor's wife, um, I was able to connect with a lot of the pastor's wives. And, and there was just such a um, commonality in, in the sense of being able to be in a room filled with like-minded people to be able to come together and just to understand that our purpose is bigger than what we had imagined. And that means reaching out to other, in my case, other pastors' wives. Yeah, just think about it. Mm -hmm. Um, um, And when uh, Mr. Trump took office in 2016, you couldn't even say Merry Christmas. It was almost banned from these places and it was brought back. So yes. praise God for that. He brought it back. And immediately we started saying Merry Christmas to each other that following year. And it was a beautiful thing. Amen. But that's what this whole battle is about. That if we don't get involved, get politics, 
you know, get get them out of the church, but the church should be involved. And so yes. uh, let's talk, you know, my experience was as soon as I, I we walked in, I was able to talk to Rob McCoy, love him. He's a good man. I consider him my friend. And uh, and then uh, soon after, Charlie walked in. Yes. Uh, and he's really a down-to-earth guy. He came up to me and uh, Pastor Mike Chong gave us a, a hug. And it was, a, 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 you know, a down-to-earth guy. It was amazing and got to speak to a lot of people. Uh, but tell me a little bit about what you enjoyed most about that first day. On Friday or the Saturday? No, Friday. Oh, we're still <laughs> on Friday. Come on, wife. <laughs> Um, again, for for me, it was. Um, it's, I'm a, an encourager at at heart. I think that's something that God has always gifted me with, and and just being around other pastors' wives and just encouraging them to continue to, you know, uh, encourage their husbands and be their husbands' help helper and and um, and encourage them to reach out to other pastors' wives. That it's there's so many. Um, I believe pastors' wives out there that are even probably listening right now that just really need that courage to, you, I mean, we're the we're right next to the pastor, right? right? So you're as a pastor's wife, if you're listening today, I mean, your husband is so influential and in really taking back America for Jesus, and that's really truly what it's all about for our next generations. What if the as the Lord tarries, if He tarries. You know, we all know, we see the signs of the time, but it's so important as a pastor's wife to to love and encourage your husband if he hasn't stepped out already into faith and to being a um being being a voice for today and 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 away from the wokeness, of course. <laughs> Amen. So one of the other things that I enjoyed that first day yeah. is I got prophesied by two people. Yes, which was incredible. Yes. You know, and I don't really talk about, you know, I'm 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 like half white and half Indian, and and the Indian part I've kind of never really shared that too much about it. I've kind of I don't know if I've been ashamed or or what, but I've never really talked about my Indian side. And <laughs> a guy comes up to me and says, "What tribe are you from?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> I said, "Navajo and a little bit of Sioux, but mostly Navajo. Actually, pretty much all Navajo, with just a little bit of North American Indian." And and so he prayed for me, and that was amazing, and. And, you know, he prayed for uh, uh, to break uh, this little curse, I guess, if you want to call it, because my grandmother was Irish, uh, Italian and Portuguese and got disowned by the family because she married a a 99.9 or a 90 percent guy that was an Indian that had left Arizona and went and stole her and and the family disowned her crazy. So he got to pray for me and. Then I had another uh, uh, lady that actually prayed for me as well. So right. it was amazing. Yes. Um, let's talk a little bit about uh, the 16th on Saturday. Let's talk a little bit so that our audience understands what this America Fest is all about and what Charlie stands for. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little bit about that. What, what I love. So the theme, you know, God had placed, you know, Charlie had shared, had God had placed on his heart about, you know, uh, being here, like here I am, Lord, use me, you know, and, and the uh, Hebrew word is Hanani. Hanani. Hanani, which means... Well, um, he opened it up. Charlie yes, opened up the event. Yes, he did. And he opened it up with that, that, you know, now is the time, you know, to, to, to stand in, in unity with, uh, with America and Father God, you know, here I am, use me. What, what can I do to, you know, continue... Um, just spreading the the gospel and the truth across America. Amen. And that's a great theme. And I believe it's something we should, not just for this year, but it's something we should always be ready for. Here I am, Lord. Hanini. Here I am, Lord. Use me. Um, So Charlie Kirk opens it up. And then for me, (laughs) I'm blown away. You know, Roseanne. Roseanne Barr. Barr, considers herself a Christian, a comedian, and a conservative. What did you think about Roseanne Barr? (laughs) She, she's, well, she's the same, but has, you know, toned it down over the years. But what's interesting, she's still a little firecracker in her and, you know, speaking, always, always um, speaking truth, even when I I just remember back in the day, even when it was like those things, oh, you, you, oh, I can't believe you would say that. And, and, you know, certain settings, it's like, you know, but she's Roseanne. She 
will speak her mind even in regardless of the setting, you know, yeah, I love social her. settings, I should say. Very good lady. <laughs> and then, uh, of course, Glenn Beck. You know, the thing Glenn, about Glenn yes. Beck, he's, he's not a, a Christian. He's, he's Mormon. Yes, he is. But he's conservative. Conservative values. And he, he has some great conservative values. Um, uh, he spoke. And what did you think of Glenn Beck? <laughs> I think, so one of the things I'll, I'll probably kind of, come back a little bit is, you know, with conservatives, there's, you can be a, con, a conservative in America and, you know, for us, we're Christian and we're conservative, but there's a lot of conservatives out there that not are not necessarily Christian. So for example, in case in point, Glenn Beck, but that's why it's so important for us as Christians is to, um, really have that opportunity to evangelize. Now, it doesn't mean like every conservative who's not, like you evangelize them and that's your whole point. Right. Right. But it's really kind of like, what, what did Jesus do, right? You know, he loved on them and he showed them the love of the gospel by by his actions and everything. And so we have such a huge opportunity. No, I, absolutely. Yeah. You know, what's mind boggling for me is, is if you're a conservative, you believe in a God because... There's, it's you have to, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just Amen. not randomness. It's it's all there's a plan, and right. we can see it taking place. And of course, we have Patrick Bed David who mm-hmm. uh, was in the end, and mm-hmm. on the seventeenth, uh, seventeenth, yes. which was Sunday. Well, that was an amazing day. Yes, let's uh, let's start. You know who uh, Alina Hava was there. Yes. which is uh, President Trump or former President Trump yes. uh, is attorney now. And yep. and she's she's awesome. This lady stands mm-hmm. up, has some amazing values. What do you think of Alina Haba? Mm-hmm. Well, forced to be reckoned with. What I love, you know. Ah, very good. <laughs> yes, it, it, we need more attorneys like her to stand up in, in this culture and and I know later on when even... You when, know, she wears a cross. She considers herself yes. a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes. Well, I, you know, when I think of people like even like Carrie Lake, who was there on, on Sunday as well, um, and the attorneys that have been representing her in Arizona and all the way up to the Supreme Court, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's, you know, no matter what your field or profession is, you know, I encourage you listeners today, whether you're an attorney, um, a doctor, you know, that in the whole medical industry, whatever your profession is, you can stand for, for Christ in your profession and not be afraid because God has not given us a spirit of fear, but, but a, a power, power love, and of a sound mind. mind. Amen. Well said. <laughs> well said. Mrs. Riojas. You had Alex Martle that day, yes. Patrick Byrne, uh, uh, Riley Gaines. Oh, she was... So we did bring our girls. We brought um, and, and a couple of other students from our educational center were able to experience it for the second year in a row. And it's, you know, for those of you parents out there, I encourage you bring your um, bring your children to experience this event. And because here's here is a great example. Riley Gaines, who never, you know, saw swimmer. Yes. Amazing. Exactly. Never champion. S- mm-hmm, never was seeking, you know, this whole five-minute platform, right? Exactly. And what I saw even in our girls that were there, they looked to her like, wow, this is amazing. Here she is, you know, a believer standing up for for truth. And yet, even though she was, you know, open about the fact that, you know, it it was fearful, but yet she still, if not me, then who? And such an amazing testimony of, the type of young women that are, for me, being a mom, you know, as being a mom, um, parents of girls, to to look towards, to to look up to, yes, right? More absolutely. of a role model, right? Because you're you're absolutely. showing that you don't have to be afraid. So that's what I my takeaway is with her. You know, one of the things that I want to share that she spoke about was she she ended up uh, uh, swimming against this man that oh. was like four hundred and twenty third. On a man's list, yes. It, it, to me, it's crazy. Yes, it's crazy. This guy is 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 taking women's rights away. He's he's God created men and women, and this guy. I don't even think he really thinks he's a female. I just think he subverted the sport. Yes, becomes number one and races right. uh, uh, Riley and and they tie. And guess who they give. The trophy to they give it to this transgender person who yes. I don't believe he believes he's a female because I know he knows he's a male. Right. And and they give it to him even though it was a tie. What happened to our woman sports? 
We need to speak up. That's why it's vital Amen. to know Jesus, to know that there's only two genders. Two genders. Two genders. The chromosomes, they speak for themselves. You can change the exterior, but the interior does not change. Amen. Oh, Lord, help us. And then we have, of course, <laughs> Benny Johnson and Congressman Corey Mills. Uh, uh, Congresswoman uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke mm-hmm. that day. I, mm-hmm. I love her. Uh, and she did a great job. Michael Anton, Vivek Ranswamy. Um, what did you think of Vivek Ranswamy? I think that, yes, I think he's got an, an amazing conservative um, drive about him. I think uh, definitely we that he's one that we need to pray. And, Absolutely. And, and <laughs> one day God will use him powerfully yes, because yeah, we need to pray for him. <laughs> definitely need to pay for Vivek Ranswamy, but he has some amazing conservative, yes. loves America, yes. has Indian heritage right. from India, oh, yeah, but loves the true. Lord. Yes. And then you had Congressman Matt Gates. He's probably one of my favorite congressmen. Yes. What I love about him is that he, he, Number one, loves the Lord. Loves and, the Lord. And he makes it very, you know, when those of you who ever watch him, I mean, he he's very transparent about very his transparent. belief. And I love that. Again, going back, oh, absolutely. whatever profession you're in, it's so important Use that we for stand glory. for, yes, stand for, you know, our faith. And Amen. not hide it away. And, and just because you think that you're going to get ostracized by, you know, your peers or your coworkers and stuff. And that's so important, especially in today, that if you're a Christian in a secular environment, you know, like for us, we're in ministry full time, yes. 100%. But if you're a Christian in that secular environment, you, you really do need to take a stand for 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 Jesus. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Carrie Lake, she's a woman of God. Mm-hmm. Steve Bannon considers himself a Christian. He's yes. very outspoken and uh, about his faith and about taking back the country. Amazing man. And of course, Charlie Kirk, yep. Eric McTaxis, who has written some great books, Christian books and Letter to the Church. Letter to the Church. And his is a, he has an amazing yes. testimony because his mom was actually in Germany during this time and actually was witness all this madness that yes. was going on. And the same thing his mom saw was was the church state silent in the midst of evil. Yes. Saw it going down. Oh, we need to stay away from politics. We shouldn't get involved. The church isn't called to that. But that's nuts. Mm-hmm. When Jesus was speaking, he, he took exactly from, you know, a page out of, uh, Deuteronomy, and I believe it's 18, where we get our our uh, uh, laws from, and and the way that uh, things were set up when when the when eat when Israel was called out of Egypt, and that's mm-hmm. exactly where we get our our motto of of setting up government is yeah. from the Bible, Straight from from the Bible, and it's just amazing when you go back to Scripture and are able to see these things. Actually, it's Exodus chapter 18. Mm-hmm. Exodus chapter 18, and it's the Midianite, which was Moses' wife, who instructs them how to lead and how to set up government, which we have now taken in place. So Eric did a, Taxes did an amazing job. Ellie Suck, uh, Stucky. Stucky, yes. Another, another uh, great woman for our young ladies to... To you know, and again, and I, we don't like to use look up to him. You should always right. look up to Jesus, up number to one. Jesus. But when you have someone as a role model, as an example, role models, praise that, the Lord. yes, that's that's Amen. what I mean. So we never we never put no, anybody. you never exalt them, put them on a pedestal. Amen. They're just role models. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna read. Yeah, but amazing, that. amazing. <laughs> yes, Len, Len Musili, Pastor John Amachukwa, who, who's amazing. Yes. He goes to all of these board hearings, school board hearings, school board hearings, and he reads to them. What they have already in their books, and they say, you can't read that stuff in here. It's out of your own books that you're letting our kids get indoctrinated by. See, we need to stand up for our children, because if we don't, boy, the devil's going to toss them up like a salad. (laughs) So we need to, and then, of course, Rob McCoy, good friend of mine, he uh, closed it out in prayer, did an amazing job. Um, And then we get to... uh, on Monday. On Monday, and then, uh, well, Candace Owens wasn't there, yes. but she called, she did a video and sent it in because she's pre- prego, is that what you women call it? <laughs> prego, pregnant? Yes. Uh, Allie Stuckey spoke again. Uh, Mike Lindell, 
Mm-hmm. You know, Mike went to prison and he turned his life around and God used him. Yes, and so did. it's amazing to see the position that he's in. So if you've ever been to prison, you can go from rags to riches. <laughs> and you're like, no, that could never happen. Well, look at who was used like that in the Bible. Remember Joseph yes. from rags to riches, from slave boy to rich boy to second in command. That's the God. And then you can look at Daniel as well um, from being a, taken captive and ended up in jail to, to ending up in the palace. That's amazing. Of course, you had they talked a little bit about the open borders. Uh, uh, they, uh, James Lindsay, Charlie Kirk again, Michael Seifert, Jason Whitlock, mm-hmm. um, Dr. Gatsad, who you know speaks about staying happy. Dr. Ben Carson was there. Rob uh, Schneider, comedian guy, was there. Yep. Did a great job. Yes. Brandon Tatum did an amazing ex-police officer. Just did a great job. Uh, Tulsi Gulbert, who used to be a Democrat, is now a Republican and conservative. Jonathan Isaac, that basketball player, that kid who decided not to kneel, that black basketball player. Woohoo! Prop for Jonathan Isaac. Didn't take a knee, but stood for his faith, and now God is using him. Yes, he is. Powerfully giving him a, a a pedestal where he gets to speak to young men's life. Tucker Carlson was there. Candace, again, oh, again yeah. she, yep. Tim Poole. And, and then the next day. And then the, the, the last, last day, day. Um, Senator Ted, Ted Cruz, uh, Charlie Kirk. Um, it, it was just amazing. I, I thought it was Rose, uh, that they did a great job. Yeah. You know, one of the things on, uh, um, it was towards the, the last day and, and that really got me was, um, you know, me park and, you know, we, she's the Korean, um, oh, young Korean woman amazing, who escaped yes. from North Korea. She definitely just had just an amazing, um, testimony and, and it just it really for her real quick for our listeners I just want to kind of highlight is that she's going around just exposing the fact that how our our colleges across the or our educational system and our colleges or university across America are really pushing this um, woke what they call woke agenda. And what that basically means is a communist agenda. And she says the same thing that her communist teachers were teaching her in North Korea are the same things that teachers here, specifically like Columbia universities where she went Harvard to Harvard as well. Harvard. Yes. Columbia and Harvard. Yes. And, and she says, and so she's basically going around sounding the alarm, like wake up. What, what's going on? Why are we allowing this? I, you know, was but one of the lucky ones, although she was a blessed one to get away. Right. And I mean, her testimony alone, and, and you can look her up. Um, What's the, her name again? So people can look yeah, her up. Yeah, Nomi Park. It's Y E O N M I Park. And I mean, just a young woman who, yes, Amen. God's using her to sound the alarm. Pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, one of the things that was a blessing to me as mm-hmm. well, the new federal state of China, oh, which is yeah. a group rising <laughs> within America, exposing. The Chinese, Amen. the CCP government, yes, and, and it's amazing what I what I love about them. They, yes. They're exposing um, our FBI director uh-huh. and his law firm ended up getting like nine million dollars when he was working with them, and 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 then of course Connor uh, Mitch Connell McConnell, uh, married to a Chinese who has a, one of the biggest chipping yep. companies, and mm-hmm. and then Fauci who had an affair with a Chinese lady for three years. Yeah, they're exposing and worked directly it. Yep. with with Wuhan, and they're saying they've been doing that for years, sending people out here. But I got to do a uh, an interview with them, and that was amazing. But praise God, God is good. Um, and uh, make sure we'll put a picture up so people can look at oh, it. Oh, yeah. We're, we'll post this on it so you guys can get it. On Instagram. A- Ayla and, Wang and, and one of the things that the new federal state of China is doing, um, they know this. So this is straight from the horse's mouth. This yes, is, they're absolutely. basically, again, sounding the alarm like America, wake up. You know, And it's mostly to the church. Are you going to stand, pastors, exactly. pastors' wives, are you going to stand and expose this evil, or are you going to sit back like they did in Germany when the Jews were getting slaughtered? Jews were getting slaughtered. Yeah, So amen. praise God. Listen, church, it's time to wake up, to rise up, to read your Bibles, to see that politics has always been part of Scripture. You have second-in-command Joseph, second-in-command Daniel. You have 
most of the kings at the beginning when there was a monarchy in Israel, how yeah. they ruled and, and God was always involved with them. And then, of course, Jesus preaching to all the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees and all these guys and rebuking them. Stand up, church. Don't go away. We will be right back with the greatest story ever told. Merry Christmas. Jesus is the reason for the season. We'll be right back. Woohoo! We love you. The Oceanside Pier is a sacred place, blessed with ocean views, the strand, good people, and good times. You'll find all those things and more at the Bistro at the Pier. Locally owned and operated, the Bistro at the Pier offers delicious food options and a full slate of crafted coffee drinks, including Italy's own Cafe Vergnano, sourced from Italy's finest coffee beans. So whether you're craving an acai bowl or an espresso, the Bistro at the Pier is waiting for you. Head on down or visit them online at Bistro at the Pier. Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option and official Turning Point USA Academy associate that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Hosted by At The Cross Church in Oceanside, they serve pre-K through 7th grade and are Southern California's exclusive institution incorporating Turning Point USA Academy's 5C model. They offer in-person classes and electives Monday through Thursday and are now accepting applications for fall 2023. Visit them online at freedomgenerationedu.com or at the cross oceanside.com. Welcome back to Freedom with Adam Riojas. We just had an opportunity to speak about this great event that Arizona hosted. Charlie Kirk, of course, was is the founder of this movement, but it's amazing. Charlie Kirk actually presented an amazing message on Sunday. But without further ado, let's get into Scripture, and we're going to just see how God has given us the greatest season of all time, and this is Christmas. Now, of course, of course, we don't know when Jesus was born, but it doesn't really matter if he was born in December or not. The point is, is that he came just as it was prophesied, and it's your opportunity and my opportunity to proclaim the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And without further ado, let us start in Luke chapter 1. And I'm going to do some reading, but I'm also going to speak whenever it's necessary. So here it is, the greatest story ever told. Jesus, woohoo! Merry Christmas. Here we go. There was... In Luke chapter 1, verse 5, it says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the courses Abia, and his wife was the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child because Elizabeth was barren, and they were now well stricken in years. And it came to pass that while he executed the priest's office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest's office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. What a beautiful scene is taking place here at the temple. And let's see what happens. Verse 11 of chapter 1, Luke says this, And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled and fear fell upon him. You know, mostly every time we see it, angels put fear into humans when they see them because they are these brawny physical beings that that take on a human form, but they probably appear as 10-foot or 8-foot angels, and of course he's frightened. And when Zechariah saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. This is amazing. John, you shall call his name John. This is a prophecy that he's giving him that's go, that was already spoken in the Old Testament. When you read Isaiah chapter 40, 
It says this in chapter 40, verse 1, Comfort ye, comfort ye, my people, saith the Lord God. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned, for she has received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. The voice of him, this is John the Baptist, a voice of him that crieth in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. You can read that prophecy out of exactly Matthew 3, 3. It's, it's a total fulfillment. And this is what, who's going to be born from Zacharias. It says, every valley should be exalted and every mountain shall be made low and the crooked shall be made straight and the rough places plain. But that wasn't the only prophecy about, about Elijah. When we go to the last book of the Old Testament, um, which is an amazing book, Malachi, it says this about John the Baptist when he's going to come to pass as well. It says this in uh, uh, chapter 4 of Malachi when it says this, Behold, the day cometh in the that shall burn in an oven and all the proud of you and all the do wickedly shall be stubble and the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord, the Lord of hosts, and it shall and it shall leave them neither root nor branch. And but unto them that fear my name shall be the Son of Righteousness shall arise with healing, Jesus, literally the Son of Righteousness, in his wings, and you shall go forth and grow up as calves in the stall. And you shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet. In that day I shall do this. It's amazing, saith the Lord of hosts. So it's powerful when we when we start looking at Scripture and start seeing that, you know, God had already spoken about this guy that one day was going to come and he was going to prepare the way for the Lord. And I'm blown away. I'm blown away because God always fulfills his word always fulfills his word. And, and it's amazing how God does this. It says in four of uh, four, four, remember you the law of Moses, my servant, which I commanded unto him in horror for all Israel with the statutes, judgments. Behold, I will send you Elijah, the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day. And he shall turn your heart of your fathers to the children and the heart of the children to their fathers. Let us Come, lest ice come and smite the earth with a curse. Elijah, he was in the spirit of Elijah, John the Baptist. But as we continue to read this amazing story and the prophecy that it says, it says this in uh, verse 13 of Luke, of chapter 1. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And thou shalt have joy and gladness, and many shall rejoice at his birth. For he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink, and be shall be filled with Holy Ghost even from his mother's womb. And many of the children of Israel shall be shall he turn to the Lord their God, and he shall go before them in the spirit and power of who? We just read it, Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, to make ready a people prepared for the Lord, prepared for Jesus. And Zechariah said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? For I am an old man and my wife stricken in years. You can't have a kid? Trust the Lord. He can make this happen for you. Woo-hoo! That's the God that we serve. And the angel answering said unto him, I am Gabriel and stand in the presence of God. Gabriel is an amazing man. The Bible just, he's also mentioned in the book of Daniel. And stand in the presence of God. And I am sent to speak unto thee and to show thee these glad tidings. And behold, I shall be dumb and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed because thou believest not my words which shall be fulfilled in the season. That's hard to believe. The man is past age, can't have children, so is his wife. And the people waited for Zechariah and marveled that he tarried so long in the temple. Remember, he was one of the priests. And when he came out, he could not speak unto them, and they perceived that he had seen a vision in the temple, for he beckoned unto them and remained speechless. And it came to pass that as soon as the days of his main ministration were accomplished, he departed to his own house, and after those days, his wife Elizabeth conceived. 
and hid herself five months, saying, Thus has the Lord dealt with me in the days when he looked on me to take away my reproach among men. Because it was considered a reproach, a curse not to have children past the age of bearing. And God did the impossible. He can do the impossible for you. We're, we're getting into the story. The story is amazing. It has a lot of power when you look at it. 26 This says this, And in the sixth angel, the angel Gabriel was sent from God unto the city of Galilee named Nazareth to a virgin espoused to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. You know, it reminds me of Isaiah's prophecy, Isaiah seven fourteen, For a virgin shall conceive and shall call his name Emmanuel. Emmanuel, Matthew said in chapter 1, verse 26, says, God with us, a virgin shall conceive, prophecy being fulfilled. This is amazing. You know, and when you look at this prophecy being fulfilled here and coming to pass, you can go back to as early as creation. As soon as they had sinned, even Adam had fallen. God had a plan for them. In Genesis 3.15, if you remember last message, and the women... Sh- and, the, and from the seed of woman, a child was going to come and he would crush Satan's head. Remember, the woman doesn't carry the seed. This was a virgin birth already prophesied. Woo! That is amazing. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, that art a highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw, she was troubled at the saying and cast her mind what manner of salutation this should be, you know, it's it's amazing. There's historical fact of some writings that say that during this time of this period of time, 2000 years ago, that the women were literally walking around, knew that something that was in the air, that they knew that a virgin was going to conceive. They would always greet each other, greet each other with with this greeting, blessed is the child that thou art carrying, blessed is thy womb. Amazing. And, and you know, this wasn't new to them in, in Jesus' day because 700 years before this actually happened, a virgin would conceive. 4,000 years before Jesus is ever, ever born, God had a plan that a virgin was going to conceive out of the seed of woman. Remember, the woman does not carry the seed. Man does. Revelation 3.15. And so this is amazing. This is God thinking of you. This is God loving on you. Although we're speaking about the Christmas story, the Christmas story is about a Savior, is about a child who was, who was God from get-go. 30 says this, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth the son and shall call his name. Woo! Jesus. Jesus. You shall call his name Jesus. You know what's amazing about this is in Isaiah chapter 6, excuse me, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it was already prophesied about this child. And this is 700 years before it ever happened. Isaiah 9, 6 says this, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of his increase of his government, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it, and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth, even forever, the zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. And this is exactly what we are seeing here. We are seeing the angel pronounce this son whose name was going to be called Jesus. He shall be great and shall be called the son of the highest. For unto us a child is born. Woo! A son is given unto us, a son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father, David, from that blessed seed, Jesus. 
That's why this is this, the real reason for the season is Jesus. The real reason for the ages is Jesus. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There shall be no end. And then said Mary unto the angel, how shall this be seen? I know not a man. And the angel answered and said unto her, the Holy Ghost shall come upon thee and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore that also the holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. For unto us a son is given, the Son of God. And behold, thy cousin Elizabeth, she shall also conceive in a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Listen, if you aren't able to bear a child, God is speaking to you today. He's going to do the miraculous. He's going to give you a child. And yes, it may be you who are listening today. And let me read why. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Nothing. Jesus is the reason for the season. Nothing is impossible with God. And Mary said, Behold, the handmaid of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. And the angel departed from her. What a beautiful scene just was taking place as we read this word. You know that in chapter 2, when Jesus is born, I want to read that to you in chapter 2. And it came to pass in those days that there was a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. This is prophetic. Watch, and I'll show you why. And the taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed. Everyone to his own city. And Joseph also went from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth unto Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house of the lineage of David. Let me tell you what was prophesied when when Micah, who they believe was mentored by Isaiah, and it makes sense because he in Micah chapter two, he speaks about what Isaiah wrote in his own book. In Isaiah chapter two, two to four, and in Micah chapter four, it's a promise of the coming kingdom. But he did something amazing in chapter 5. Micah did this. He, sp- he said, But thou Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is of the ruler of Israel, whose, listen, whose going forth have been from old, from everlasting. This child was going to be born in Bethlehem 700 years. It was prophesied before. And here we see it coming to pass where they're doing a taxation of the people and they're driven to Bethlehem to be taxed with Mary, his spouse wife, with great child, Luke 2, 5. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her first son, wrapped in swaddling clothes, and laid upon in a manger, because there was no room for them in the end. That is this child that was born. This beautiful child who was going to be the savior of the world and is the savior of the world. Eight says this. And there was in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, 
and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. Here is my for you, listener. I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all my people. This is not a time to go into depression. You don't have the money. Rejoice that God is Savior. I don't have all the money I want. I can't pay my bills sometimes, but I can trust God. I can trust him for my joy. My circumstance shall never, ever dictate how I feel. I can praise him. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all the people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, in Bethlehem, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, laying in a manger. And suddenly there was with an angel a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and unto earth, peace and goodwill toward men. That's what God wants today. He wants you to give glory to the highest. And he wants to give you peace and goodwill. And it came to pass as the angels were gone away from them in heaven that the shepherds said unto one another, let us now go even unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass, which is the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came in haste and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying, which is told them concerning this child. And they all heard it, wondered at these things which were told them by the shepherds. What an amazing story. Look what it says. But Mary kept all these things, pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Today, may your Christmas be the merriest of them all. May you remember the reason for the season, Jesus. May you glorify God. May you praise him for everything you are hearing today with freedom, with Adam Riojas. May today be a day where you lift your hands onto the heavens and thank them for your life. May today be a day that your miracle comes to pass, that God blesses you with what you have been desiring. May all your bills get paid miraculously. May your joy return to you. May your peace be fulfilled today. And if you don't know this Prince of Peace, that has brought salvation to planet earth. May you accept him as your Lord and savior. May today be the happiest time of the season. Cause the reason for the season is Jesus wife. Would you do us the honor of closing us in prayer? Heavenly father, God, we just thank you, Lord. We thank you for sending your son here for us, Lord God. We just praise you today and every day during this this season that um, we celebrate with our loved ones and to be able to know that you, Father God, had made a way for us in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you for closing us in prayer. And I want you to be mindful about praying for for our republic, for the peace of God that would consume all of these politicians that have gone astray. And especially these four judges that made a decision that could harm every president from now on. You know that the only president that has ever been taken off the ballot was Abraham Lincoln. And Abraham became one of the greatest presidents of all time when he gave freedom back to the slaves of the day. And, and, and it's all about our freedoms this day. It's all about keeping our eyes on God and trusting him for his goodness and everything that he's done for you and I. And today we glorify him knowing that he is King of King and Lord of Lords. Uh, We want you to come visit us sometime. 
We want you to see that our church is all about Jesus. We want you to know that we want you to vote if you want to continue to be able to say Merry Christmas and not be persecuted and put in prison because it is about Jesus. It is about getting involved. It is about exalting the King of King and Lord of Lords. You can reach us at 760-994-3534 at the cross, oceanside.com, or freedom at adamriojas.com. Please contact us. Let us know if the show has been a blessing to you. Let us know if you will stand for us in prayer and whatever else means you want to help us with. We love you. Again, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And yes, I can say Merry Christmas. I can say God loves you. And Jesus, when not only did he, was he born, but he died on a cross for you. Woohoo! Jesus is the reason for the season. I love you. And we'll see you next week. Praise the Lord. Thanks for listening to Freedom with Adam Riojas. If you'd like to contact Adam, email him at freedom at adamriojas.com. Make sure to tune in next week at 5 p.m. here on K-Praise. If you missed a show, go to your favorite podcast provider and search Freedom with Adam Riojas. The Oceanside Pier is a sacred place, blessed with ocean views, the strand, good people, and good times. You'll find all those things and more at the Bistro at the Pier. Locally owned and operated, the Bistro at the Pier offers delicious food options and a full slate of crafted coffee drinks, including Italy's own Cafe Vergnano, sourced from Italy's finest coffee beans. So whether you're craving an acai bowl or an espresso, the Bistro at the Pier is waiting for you. Head on down or visit them online at bistroatthepier.org. Freedom Generation Higher Education is a faith-based alternative education option and official Turning Point USA Academy associate that values constitutional rights and medical freedom. Hosted by At The Cross Church in Oceanside, they serve pre-K through 7th grade and are Southern California's exclusive institution incorporating Turning Point USA Academy's 5C model. They offer in-person classes and electives Monday through Thursday and are now accepting applications for fall 2023. Visit them online at freedomgenerationedu.com or at the cross oceanside.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.